Hello and welcome to Spirit of Success, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Tracy Debbie. It is a beautiful, sunny day here in British Columbia, which I've been told is rare. So um, I went out and I enjoyed the day so far. Uh, The farmer's market is right behind my condo. It's so interesting when you let your intuition guide you um, or that intelligence that lives within us um if you if you have a very particular um idea of where you want to live in your mind and then you just let your intuition guide you um this condo is so funny because there's like these beautiful views of the mountains the trees the water and then the farmer's market is like literally behind this building which is so crazy because this town is actually decent size so the fact that it's right there is very interesting to me because it's all the things that I love so it's just more evidence for me that your um, subconscious mind or whatever guides you to the perfect place for you even if you don't believe that that's the perfect place for you somehow um, I'm supposed to be here so and if you heard my journey of how I got here it's completely like um it's random. It's the unknown. I found this place um, driving here from California, like literally in my car um, searching. <clears throat> if my friend didn't come with me, I literally don't know what I would have done. Um, but luckily, I didn't I didn't have to figure that out. So anyway, I uh, just want to share um, me just my reflections on um, trusting and um, taking responsibility for um, your actions or in my case inaction and then also being like led Um, you know when you're able to respond in a certain way and for me um, that was I was self-regulated in that moment and I showed poised and composure um, when a previous version of myself would have lost it. But if you show up in that way, I feel like the universe meets you and a door opens. That's how it felt for me. And I can tell you this in words now because I've had time to uh, reflect on it and I'm making lunch. <laughs> but um, I've just had time to reflect on it. And so the door opens and the door opened and then I was just guided and I didn't have to do anything I just had to allow myself to receive what was being um, shown to me. So I just wanted to share that with you because um, life's going to happen. It's not just happening to me. It's going to happen to you too. And so when life's moments show up, um, how do you meet those moments? Um, What level of mind are you going to be presenting as yourself in those moments? And um, it was really evident to me that I had a choice. I could fall apart or I could, um, I could be stronger from it. So um, it's just really interesting because I was having a conversation with someone and, you know, she was like, wow, that would have traumatized me. And um, it was so interesting to me because I realized it's not the event. It's how you respond to the event. Like I knew this before, but I realized it even deeper because <clears throat> this experience, and that wasn't like a emotional thing. I, at least I don't think it was, but anyway, um, this event actually strengthened me. It didn't, it didn't weaken me. It strengthened me. And, um, I really didn't think about the alternative. (laughs) I didn't give any thought to it until she said it. I was like, Whoa, I didn't give any thought to it, but it could have weakened me. 
and it would have weakened a previous version of myself, but I could see my role in all of it. And so I just took responsibility. And I think that that's actually freedom and liberation to me now. I'm like, wow, this is such a different, um, it's a different energy to play in. And my life is taking a very different shape because of it. So I just wanted to share that with you because I think it could be valuable for somebody out there who, um, like I said, you're going through whatever life um, brings you. And if you know that you're responsible for it, for you know what's coming up or what um, event is going on, you know, are you willing to take responsibility? I can say with some confidence that if you do, um, things will be very, very different. Things will change in your favor because owning your part in it is telling the truth. And so I just want to share that really quickly with you. I just took the first five minutes to share that. But what's also really interesting is um, what I want to talk about today <clears throat> is I want to give you some practical tips on how to deal with stress. And, you know, I realize, you know, I don't really know what's going on in people's heads. Like so much is changing. So much is shifting. What is really going on with people? You know, and so I wanted to know. I have an idea from the clients that I work with and the people that I talk to, but I, I don't know. I just got inspired to ask people like, what's your biggest challenge? And so if you're listening to this podcast, I encourage you to just maybe pause this or, you know, ask yourself like, what's your biggest challenge? You know, and my biggest challenge right now is um, I'm going through such these profound shifts. I'm sure you can hear it um, or sense it. Um, and so how to integrate this into my business is the biggest challenge for me. How do I, um, it's really for me, it's finishing crossing that river of change is my first challenge and maintaining what I'm doing and, and also unfolding into the unknown, which is every day for me. And then how to incorporate that into my business. So that's the biggest challenge for me right now. And you're hearing me in process of that. So I encourage you to ask your, to ask yourself, what's your biggest challenge? And when I asked that question, I gave people the option not to respond if it's too random and they didn't have to even like they there, there was no pressure on them. And I was surprised that most people got back to me. Not everybody did. But there were there was something interesting that I noticed. And again, it's one question. So I'm very limited with the data that I have. But I noticed right away two categories. It was like, OK, my what's going on for me my challenges or are, are like external I'm just going to be very basic so like um, work-life balance burnout um, people's emotional drama that kind of thing and then it was more internal like I feel invisible um, uh, self-doubt uh, not feel not feeling like I can express myself and when I looked at what I had, because I, I wrote down everyone's answer, because um, I wanted to uh, I wanted to just look at what their words were. I didn't want to make up words. And when I thought about it, I realized that um, depending on how you look at a challenge, it can it, it it can cause stress, and that's why some people don't want to look at what's going on because it's stressful. But I'm going to argue that not looking at it is also stressful. So <clears throat> someone told me this once, and I never forgot it, actually. It was, it was, it was actually recently. Um, 
I was talking to um, a friend of a friend and he just said it really casually, but it, I, uh, anyway, what he said was um, most of our stress is caused by our inaction. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, sometimes people make things such a big thing that they don't even start. They, they don't even attempt something because it seems so big. And that's actually what leads to stress. Because if you if something seemed big, but you figured out one step you could take towards it, as you're taking that step, you, you can't be stressed at the same time because you're taking a step towards it. And I thought that that's so true. And it was right around the point where I was like, do I want to stay in the States? Do I not? And then as soon as I started looking into, okay, how can I make this happen? And I started taking steps, I actually felt less stressed because I, I was moving towards my goal. So it makes sense. So, um, yeah, I, I noticed some people were, you know, more surface level with their answer too, and they weren't willing to actually um, go a little bit deeper. And there's no judgment there. And what I'm saying is that either way, if you do look at it, and if you don't look at it, it can cause stress. So how do we manage and deal with stress becomes the question that came to my mind. Well, how do we do that? And what's really interesting is that our bodies are actually designed to process stress, caveat, for a very short period of time. So our bodies are amazing and we are literally built to to deal with stress for a very short period of time. The problem, as you can see, um, if you live in today's society, is that we have a lot of technology and technology um, is great. I actually love it. That's how I'm communicating with you right now. I'm very grateful for it. And at the same time, technology has caused different stresses because we're not designed to sit in front of computers and look at screens all the time. So it's causing a different kind of stress <clears throat> to our bodies. And then you, then, and, and then there's the everyday stress of being a human. So there's quite a bit of stress that we go through on a daily basis, um, without having problems or challenges. And then you, and, and then there's the problems and challenges, you know, conflicts at work, conflicts with family, um, or not even conflicts, just, you know, dealing with family, dealing with coworkers, dealing with your car, dealing with social media, dealing with your friends, dealing with your pets. Like you can see how, um, there's many, 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 many things that come up. So I just started thinking, you know, how can I help people? And the first thing that came to my mind is I want you to have um, a deeper level of understanding. So when you are stressed, if you feel stressed, um, that's one thing. Now, um, that, that means you're experiencing a certain amount of stress. stress. Now, some people don't even know they're stressed because they don't even know how they're feeling. So they just think that stress is who they are. Uh, that's on the extreme end of things. But if you feel stressed um, or you think you are stressed, what's actually happening in your body is that you're mobilizing energy to deal with something. So, for example, um, people use this tiger and like lion example. I don't think that really hits home. So I'm going to use your ex. So let's just say that you have an ex 
and you, um, you know, you're just shopping in a farmer's market and you see your ex. Um, there's a few ways you can respond. Some people might run. Run and hide. Some people might get ready to fight them <laughs> internally. Like get get ready for some kind of argument. Some people might, um, like, like I said, run and hide. And some people might just fawn and have no idea what to do. And, or freeze. So there's very different responses to your ex or your mother-in-law or father-in-law or whatever, um, or your enemy or whatever, right? So um, we have these responses um, that we can go through with people in our lives. So um, what's normal is to have a reaction. Everybody reacts, I react. But then being able to have a stress response. So there's stress, and we always talk about that. And then there's a stress response. So the stress response is bringing your body back into harmony. Um, I don't like the word balance as much, but I'll use that here um, just for this illustrative purpose. So that's the whole point. We have stress and we have a stress response. Now, what happens with humans is that we don't need our ex in the flesh or our mother-in-law in the flesh to create that same response. We can just think the thought of our ex as you may be doing as I'm bringing this up, notice what's happening to you. Notice if your body's getting stiff or tense, especially notice what's happening in your extremities. So I want you to pay attention to your hands, your arms and your feet and your legs. I want you to notice what's happening. And the reason why is because your body's stressor system mobilizes energy to those areas so that you can run and fight or hide. Um, It mobilizes energy to those areas of your body. Now, it takes, now when you're like producing energy and you're giving it to your extremities, that that puts you in, in a deficit, in, in an energy net deficit, because you're mobilizing energy to use it so that you can run. Now, I've heard uh, the um, this described this way, that when you're mobilizing this energy via cortisol um, in your body, it's basically like liquid gold being, you know, pushed to your arms and legs because it's like the survival mode, right? So it becomes the most important thing. Now, if you are literally just thinking about your ex sitting there and you're not moving, that liquid gold just has nowhere to go, has nowhere to go. And so it just, it like hardens in your body. And when it does that, and when it stays there for long periods of time, it's called pain. So this is very, very fascinating because um, they were looking at scientific measures of pain and they realized that they couldn't tell the difference between physical pain and emotional pain. And that's because they're they're the same thing. So what Dr. Joe said was that there's like three types of stress. There's a physical stress, 
there's chemical stress, and then there's emotional stress. And what's interesting is, let's just say you have a physical stress, you break your leg, um, and you need surgery. Or even if you don't need surgery, let's just say you don't need surgery. You break your leg, and then they're going to put you on different kinds of IV drips, they're going to put you on different types of drugs, and now your body has a chemical stress. And then you can't work for, you know, maybe a few weeks. And all of a sudden, this physical stress that's now a chemical stress becomes an emotional stress. Because if you can't work, you can't earn um, the same kind of income. And so at the end of the day, this is his argument, all stress becomes emotional stress. Why do I bring this up? Because emotional stress is something that I believe as a world, we could do a better job of addressing. And so I don't want to tell you all this to scare you. I want you to be aware of what's going on in your body. So when I talk about the ex or the boss or the mother-in-law, and I'm just um, generalizing here, or whoever that person is for you, notice what's happening in your body. Because the problem is, if we keep re- if we keep thinking those same thoughts of those same people, our body is literally in stress mode that whole time. So it may not be the actual event that's traumatic. It's literally the fact that we are replaying that over and over and over, and we're re-traumatizing ourselves in some way. But it becomes a loop because we're addicted to whatever emotional charge is behind that and we don't know how to get out of it so i wanted to make i just wanted to give you some background and some understanding before i tell you what my tip is because if i told you that the like tip without the background it wouldn't be as effective so now that you know this there's something really 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 simple you can do to start the process of pulling yourself out of that stress system And um, it's so simple, you might not want to do it, but I'm going to highly recommend you give it a try. And I could go into all the science, and I won't on this episode, but I did a lot of research, and my mind was blown. But I always talk about heart and brain coherence, and so this is when it's relevant. Your heart can produce like 1,300 chemicals that can basically override, that produces 1,300 chemicals singularly, and then it can produce many different things when you combine them. And what, why I'm saying this is because your, your heart can override those chemicals produced by the um, stress response, by the stressor. And the reason why is, um, is because your, your heart is a, is a very powerful portal very, very powerful portal. So when those um, emotions from those lower energy centers in your body, which are produced by the um, stress hormones or byproducts of them, when they reach the heart, it, it tells your body that your body is safe. So if you're able to move energy from the lower area of your body to your heart, it's like a safety signal for your nervous system. So really, I'm talking here to your nervous system. So basically, if if you heard what I said, when you're stressed, you send energy to your extremities. 
So in order to counteract that, your body is looking for a signal back towards your heart. So you can actually provide that signal to tell your body everything is okay. Is this a long-term strategy? No. It's a short-term strategy until your body feels safe enough that you can do different things. This is a very short-term strategy, but I want you to try it and see if you feel different. So I'm going to ask that you try this for like a week and see how how it goes. And it's very simple. All I want you to, to do before you, you go to bed and or first thing when you get up in the, the morning is to put your hand on your heart and focus your attention and your energy on your heart. Now, you might get distracted. You might think about emails you have to send or, you know, you have to leave at this time and you've got to do that and you've got to do this. That's fine. Don't judge yourself for having those thoughts. Just bring yourself back to what you're doing. And you may have to do this like 25 times, 100 times. I don't know. Every single time, do your best not to judge yourself or whatever thought comes up. And then just, just bring yourself right back. And the reason why is because where, where you place your attention is where you place your energy. So think about where you place your attention every day on something outside of you. I'm asking you to place it on your heart. You don't, you don't have to say anything in particular. You don't have to, there's no mantras or anything. Make it really simple. Just place your hand over your heart. You're lying in bed. No one knows what you're doing. Your partner doesn't even know what you're doing. And I want you to just focus your attention on your heart. That's it. And think about it this way. When you're focusing your attention on your heart, you're bringing energy back towards your center. You're actually giving yourself more energy to to deal with whatever the day has in store for you. So I want you to try it out for seven days. Let me know if you feel a difference. Uh, I'd be really curious to see, um, for those of you who do it, what difference it has for you. And then, <laughs> oops, and then um, there is different, there's more steps we can take. So if it works for you, reach out to me. And then there's, you know, more and more steps that, that we can take so that this becomes a habitual process and you don't have to think about it anymore. And then you're able to, to self-regulate like I did when it was a high stakes moment and um, not go into a pure panic and stress mode. Okay. So please try this out for seven days. Let me know, send this to a friend. If, um, you know, there's someone that you think will benefit from this and, um, yeah, I can't wait to, to hear from you. If you want to know more, reach out to me. I would love to have a chat with you. You can book a link for a clarity call with me, um, on my calendar. All right. I will talk to you soon. Have a great rest of your day.